T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bye-bye. Oh, tripping. I'm out of here anyway. We's there. <laughs> On tomorrow's show, it's Thursday. That means I get in a, a conversation with Joe Ostrowski. Very much looking forward to talking with Joe because I don't know if you're listening to the BetQL Daily Show, but you should be because it's hysterical. Some of the stuff that they get into, very, very funny. And I've got some questions for Joe on win totals and maybe some baseball stuff that we can discuss and the NFL as well. Parkins and Spiegel have got you from now until Cubs pregame. They're here on the score. Hello, boys. What's up, Lawrence? Yeah, we are here until Cubs pregame. And uh, got word back this morning that Jed Hoyer is open to our invitation. 3 p.m. today. 3 p.m. today. Uh, Speaks and I were talking about it. Been a while. We used to have Jed on all the time. it's been a while since either of us have talked to him. Like he uh, used to do the Super Bowl picks every year. Like would come out and see us at the remotes. Mm-hmm. Came out in the bleachers. Came to the pizzeria. Well, well, he's got a different job now, though. I no, I know, but I, you know, <laughs> Jed, where have you been? <laughs> like so, you know, we gotta, we got, we gotta catch up. We always get good stuff from Jed, so I'm, uh, I'm expecting the same today, at three o'clock. Last time I over looked over Jed's shoulder at what he was looking at. It was Ja Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies against the Golden State Warriors. Jed likes his sports, as you know, Danny. Oh, he loves sports. He's a big sports fan. Yeah. So, you know, if he wants to hang out for the whole hour, maybe we'll get a PGA Championship pick. There we go. Maybe we'll get into some, some NFL, NBA o- Final NFL Four over-unders. Yeah, he's probably a Celtics guy, I'd, I'd imagine. He probably has some thoughts on Tatum v. Butler. But we were thinking we'd talk a lot of Cubs with him, Lawrence. What do you think about that? I, I think that it's a good time to do it. I mean, the Cubs won four in a row, six out of their last eight. Vibes are good. Good vibes, babe. Vibe, vibes are good. Starting pitching's been real good. Keegan sure Thompson has. last night, Justin Steele before that. You got a couple players debuting and making a difference in your game. Yeah, you did. That That's a rare thing to get a couple of guys up last like that. They had 15 debuts last year. 15 major league debuts last year. A franchise record. So far, four. I, I wonder how many we're going to get this year. But those two last night were fun. Yeah, I mean the one, the Christopher Morrell one. First at bat home run. First at bat home run. One hundred and thirty-one S- guys in the history of baseball have done it, including Wilson Contreras. Right? You, you yeah. bet. Smoked it. 
was like smiling on the, like there's such a great picture of him like giddy on the follow through of his swing because it was a no doubter. Like, back toss back in the direction of the dugout. I mean, it's so great. Like swaggy 22 year old and the dugout going berserk. Yes. Oh man, that that was it was the highlight of the Cubs season. Like a season that hasn't had that many of them. Like the opening series of the year was a ton of fun. Twenty one nothing on that Saturday. I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm the only one. I I didn't like take a lot of joy out of that because it was the Pirates and they were still like right next to the Cubs in the standings this and like the, the Cubs Pirates. were a, the Cubs were ahead of the the uh, the Pirates were ahead of the Cubs in the standings they, after that game. They just did that last night. They just passed the Pirates in the standings. I know. Last so like, night. how much joy was I supposed to take out of beating a team that's like? Actively tanking by three touchdowns. What are we doing here if we're not taking joy? I took a lot of joy in the Daniel Vogelback send <laughs> yesterday. That a was a lot, choice. A, it was a it, Danny. It was a choice. He was feeling it, man. After the stand-up triple, I know. And <laughs> here's what I appreciate. I'm sorry. Is that the first stand-up triple of his life at any level? I appreciated <laughs> Daniel Vogelback getting those puppies moving. Like you could see, like the engine, like like if you were putting coal into a steam train, like you could see the people like putting the coal in, and it's like, all right, here he goes, here he goes, and then he was out by a lot, and then he got mad, and then Wilson was trying to make sure he was okay because they were teammates, yeah. and yeah, the getting mad part. Made no sense. It really didn't. The send, it not none of it really made any sense. He's a weird dude. He's <laughs> yeah. got a he's got a weird angry face all the time. I think he was probably embarrassed. I'm sure Saya was like, "Wait a damn minute, <laughs> where do you think you're going?" He was. Feeling I'm adjusting it. to velocity. Yeah. They have to adjust to my arm. After the triple, man, he was feeling it. He's like, "I could do anything <laughs> on this field." You should have been my field. Joe McEwing thought it was a good send. Oh, oh. so so did whoever the the Royals third base coach is. You see that send? Oh yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. These are all the descendants Very of Waven Wendell Kim. Waven Wendell Kim has kids everywhere, apparently. <sighs> How are you yes. feeling about your White Sox, Lawrence? Well. How are you feeling about this team right now? Well, Danny. Well. <laughs> well, <laughs> Danny. I'm not that interested. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm interested. I, I'm interested to see will there be like breakouts. I'm I'm happy that over the last couple of days we've seen better Jose Abreu. Like that's good. But I found myself looking at the lineup for the second game of of the doubleheader and going, mm, oh yeah, like grumbling at it because I feel like you can only trust three offensive players on the White Sox right now: Ta, Robert, and Vaughn. Those are the only three that I trust in that full lineup. Oh, wow. I disagree. I, I trust Abreu. I still trust Abreu. I, 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 no, Abreu's been hitting the hell out of the ball. He's been hitting it hard, been hitting it with frequency, and he has not looked lost up there. And then he broke out the first game. I thought Abreu should have been in there in the second game. I mean, like you, you got to eat while you can here. That's how I feel, that you need to take these games when you can. And it, it did feel like a punt in the second game. Like yes. that lineup felt like, ah, we'll throw the jerseys out there and the jerseys will beat Kansas City. And they didn't. Even though you got a spectacular performance from from a, a minor league pitcher that came up there and struck out seven. Yeah. David David Martin Davis Martin was was very solid. I you think Keichel was noticing? I think Dallas Keichel was noticing, oh let's see. Not only do they have um, you know, Quato, Quato and Lance Lynn's coming. Here's Lucas going today, 
And uh, Velasquez that really hasn't been that bad other than the last start there against the Yankees. And oh, oh wait, they got a backer rotation option here from AAA. That's cheap. Uh oh. I want to go more innings. <laughs> Pitch better. <laughs> the 160 innings thing, I we we it really does never need to be talked about again. Like in terms of his contract incentive for for Keuchel. It's just, there is not a scenario that exists on planet Earth in which that guy gets that many starts. Yeah, this year. He, and that, he shouldn't and be the one talking about it. Do you think he's it. sore sure. about like that's the thing? I don't. I don't that know. He's mad about. I I don't know, but like it. We've talked about it. I heard Stony talking about it. Like it. It is in his contract, and it is twenty million dollars. But it's a lot of damn money. It's a lot of damn money. Ooh. But it, it, it's just you know some point you know, you're not gonna. Date the prom queen. Like you got to just accept it. Like accept who you are and move on. Like he's not. I mean, he he did though. So like, yeah, he did. But not this version of him. Didn't I tell you about the two brothers, uh, just guys who are related to each other, who went back and hooked up with their high school sweethearts? You you did. Okay, he can date the prom queen. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying this version of Dallas Keuchel is not dating. Is not dating the prom queen. Look, the Dallas Keuchel that's gone out there the last two games has been solid. It's been exactly what you want your fifth starter to be. But I understand them going, let's look at your pitch count, son, and let's talk about third time against the order. Those are not advantageous matchups. And the idea is to get enough out of him to then give it to the bullpen, and hopefully your offense puts you in a position. They've won both of those starts that the Dallas Keuchel's had in his last two starts. So to me, I understand that I don't think that it's money-motivated, I, I think it's competitor motivated. Yeah, I, I think it's hey man, look, I'm I'm rolling. Like everything's okay. Like I'm rolling. Mm. But hey. but it, it's him not realizing the pitcher that he is in 2022. You know, Dallas Keuchel. I don't know that he's going to date the prom queen, but he did marry a quick pitch queen. Yeah, that's that's what it's Kelly Kelly Nash. Kelly right? Nash. Yeah, Kelly yeah, that's Nash. what I was talking about. Yeah, the yeah. former. He's done very well for himself. Yeah, the former Sierra Santos. The uh, the previous Heidi Watney, you know, like uh, they, the 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 quick pitch hostess, hostess, hostess. Yeah, no, I, it, it was not a judgment at all on who Dallas Keuchel has married. I'm Seems just like saying, it was. Danny. No, not at all. Really I didn't even did. know who he had married. I'm saying this version of Dallas Keuchel. He's done very well. He's done very well. Yeah. Congratulations to him it, and her. I'm just saying that was this, it a judgment on yourself and your desires to date the prom queen. I'm saying you got it. Yes, of course. At some point, you got to come to accept your strengths, your weaknesses, what mm. you are, what you aren't, where you are in life. Like I, that, Dallas. I, I dated the prom queen. Good for you. Oh, look at got that. it. Uh, Yale dated the prom queen. The, you're a, a rock star. I was none of those things. But I'm just saying this for D- Dallas Keuchel. I didn't win Turnabout King though, Danny. I was. Oh. I was. It was a finalist, but I didn't win it. What's Turnabout King? The person who can drive their car around no. a traffic circle fastest? It, it's Turnabout is the Sadie Hawkins. Oh, it's a roundabout. I'm sorry. Dance. Oh, Sadie. Oh, oh so where they vote then. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So the ladies are voting. Well, like everyone voted. Okay. It, it's like same thing for, it's the reverse. It's oh, right. The, there was there was a king for turnabout. It still feels sexist and dated. Oh, it, t- it? <laughs> it was 1993. But yeah, it, it was definitely those things. I don't even think we had a homecoming king or queen. Really? I don't think so. You had to have. Did we? When you graduate? 2005. Uh, maybe you didn't. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows what they were doing by then? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Did they even still call it high school by then? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think it was high school. Come as you are, school. Oh, God. 
I hated high school. You did? Oh, yeah, the worst. Why did you hate it? How long do you have? I got time. Uh, As a guy who has worked with you for as long as I have, that is the least surprising thing. I'm a little surprised by that. Are you? Oh, I hated it. You're Uh, Mr. Personality. You were on the golf team, right? uh, uh, So, I, I mean, I had... Two significant and three minor back surgeries between sophomore and junior year. Okay. That, that's so, always the coolest kid in high school. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Back brace. Yeah, back yeah, surgery. Right, exactly. Guy. Back brace, missing, you know, a couple months of school, having teachers come to your house to do the teaching, like right in that 16, oh, 17. Yeah. It's a good, good time to, to have that sort of, you know, most kids want to get their driver's license and then have spinal fusion surgery. Yeah, plus, but, <laughs> but you felt super handsome. And, <laughs> right. And, like with sexually top, attractive with a top to bottom scar weighing like 125 pounds. Yeah, that's mm. that's really what you want. Wait, okay. how much do you weigh now? 150. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say like you're you're still a fairly thin dude. No question. No question, Lawrence. Yeah, but no, so like yeah, stop playing sports. Also, man, a thousand kids in a graduating class. That's too many. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Nutrier is... I thought the Nutrier and HF were fairly similar in that regard. Now, that is double. Yeah, so, you know, 4,000 kids in your high school, uh, it's, it's big. Bigger than a lot of colleges. So, I, you know, I had my core group of, of, of friends, but, like, it was, it was just easy to be kind of overwhelmed and swallowed up by some of it. And then, I don't know, it was just it was fine. By the end of it, it was good. By the end, by, by by senior year, health issues behind you. You got your crew of people feeling a little bit more confident. That's what high school is about, is about finding the crew. And for me, it was like, I aimed wrong. I was like, I should be friends with these people. And then after a while, it was like, why am I trying to be friends with these people? <laughs> and yeah. then eventually settled into my crew and had myself a blast. Which is, I believe, um, the plot of every high school movie is what I, I just so. described. Right? I, I, I believe every single high school I movie. just need to mix in uh, the girl who doesn't think she's attractive, but then takes off the glasses and lets the hair down. And like, oh, oh I, I had no idea. That, the glasses that. were holding you back. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Shane, your, what was your high school experience? He's like? not in here, actually. We're He's in a missing it. Shane formation. Well, Tanny, what about well, Tanny? No, nope. Diaz just is still at Ray. the board. Just got the Diaz difference right here. Oh well, then Ray, did you enjoy high school? I did. I enjoyed high school. I had a, mm. I had fun mm. for 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 a good part of it. Now the freshman year, no, not so much. But then, like like Speegs, I settled in. You found your people. Found That's your right. people. That's right. Yeah, it's everything. It's your twenties too. It's also college. Find your people. It's the whole schmear. It is the whole schmear. You get yeah. an opportunity to have different choices in college, though. It's that's, true. That's good. Yeah. No, it's definitely true. Um, did you guys watch the NBA draft lottery last night? I, I, not one minute. And let me tell you what, 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 what about it I, I loved about it. Yeah. That I didn't have to think about it. Yeah. Because no. the Bulls weren't in it. I understand. I, I really just, I, I happened to, because I was watching the uh, condensed uh, highlight this morning for Heat and Celtics, and then they segued right to a condensed version of the NBA draft lottery. So I spent a good four and a half minutes this morning <laughs> <laughs> watching the draft lottery. And I was like, man, that is just 
That's a very strange television event, and the production values have really climbed through the years. I miss the days when it looked like the match game, and it really was just like two levels of people, and it was just random people wearing whatever the hell they wanted to, and David Stern was there with his his, his Gene Rayburn odd, like odd long microphone. This was highly orchestrated and extremely high production values. I enjoyed Damian Lillard's dis- just... He wants to win in Portland so badly, and he's there as the Blazers representative, and they get announced as the seventh pick, and they're going so fast through that run of picks that the hostess, whoever was hosting, was like, was it Rachel Nichols or whoever? No, it wasn't no, it was Malika Andrews. Malika Andrews, yeah. Uh, it was like immediately like... It was definitely not Rachel Nichols. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not Rachel Nichols. Uh, she was just like immediately like... So that means the Kings have moved into the four, like the top four. So like she's all excited about like the positive element of it, and Dame just like slides down in his chair and is just all depressed because he doesn't get to have a good player. If if you're Dame, like when when's the point where you're like I've had enough, I'm leaving. It, that might have been the moment, Lawrence. You think that was it? We saw it. His soul might have broken on national well, TV. He's. I'll, I'll try to get Zach there. Uh, this offseason, and then we'll see what happens. I'm going to talk with Sean Hyken about that tomorrow. Zach, come on out here to the Northwest. You it's love not that happening. here. It's not, not happening. It could. We don't know what Zach wants. We assume That's we know true. what Zach wants, but we don't. don't Zach's really going to be a bull. It's going to be a bull for over $200 million. Is, is Lonzo's knee going to be okay? I can't answer that question. For Damn you. it, Danny. I can't answer that question. I'm for trying you. to get my bull's positivity back on track. I need to know if their backcourt is going to be two guys coming off knee surgery or not. Well, I think the answer to that is yes. Oh, no. Uh, I think the answer to that sounds like it is a yes. Whether or not they recover from said knee surgery or not, I don't I don't know. But, <sighs> yeah, I mean, like, I, maybe I'm the only one. The, the Zach knee thing just does not concern me. Like, it just, he, he was still awesome. It concerns me because... <laughs> Of what's going on with Lonzo's knee. That's fine. But they're just, yeah, the Lonzo thing, like whenever they say that they, you know, every athlete injury is expected to make a full recovery. Surgery was a success. It was a total success. Right, every single one. So when they say like, yeah, we don't really know why they're still pain, like that absolutely concerns me. The Lonzo one definitely is troublesome. The Zach thing, man, like, it's a scope. He still was twelfth in the league in scoring. He played through it. He was we, still. We think it's a scope. Yes. What we know now suggest. Here's why I I believe that though. Zach Levine had a two hundred million dollar was right. You know what I mean? Like he he had two hundred million dollars in play. If when he went out and saw that specialist before the All Star game, and they did the MRI or whatever it was, and they thought that there was any chance of structural damage and that making it, playing on it was going to make it worse, he went to play. I don't know if he taps out, Danny. This was his first chance to play playoff basketball. $200 million. I, I, I'm, all I'm saying is I don't know if they presented him with the, look, you're probably going to be fine, but we definitely need to do some stuff after the season is over. Here's the risk reward of it. I imagine, like Dallas Keuchel, he wants more innings. If he if he had tapped out and had surgery right then, you think he's guaranteed of the two hundred million dollars? Like they're feeling great after that surgery, after the fact that he couldn't finish a year. Like I, I don't know that that either scenario guarantees, you know, or that what I what I should say is that this scenario 
where he tells them, no, they say I'll be fine, and he plays and he guts it out, and he still says, oh, they say I'm going to be fine, that is more likely that he gets the 200 mil than if he taps out and gets the major reconstructive surgery. But right I don't there. think reconstructive surgery is on the board. If he needed reconstructive surgery, you're not playing. Like, you can't play through a torn ACL. You know, like it, I, if they would have gone in there and said, yeah, man, you need reconstruct. You, you tore your MCL. You tore your meniscus. You tore, you know, they, he would not have played. So I just, I think there was too much riding on it that it doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense, given that he already did have the big knee surgery. But, but the other thing riding, riding on it in his mind is a chance to win an NBA championship for the first time in his career. Yeah. Now, we all know that they weren't going to do that, and they probably weren't going to make it out of the first round, and then they didn't. But if you're him and you're you're going through this careers of first where you do end up getting becoming an all-star, and now you're playing with a guy that got MVP votes, and it looks like you're going to the playoffs for the first time after winning a gold medal. Like, all that stuff, I'm sure that that... I, I would love to know what the calculus was for Zach on, well, maybe I end up doing more damage to my knee, but I get a chance to play in the playoffs at less than 100%. Yeah, I mean... Taking guys at their word is always risky, but I mean he he said that he wasn't gonna risk right. What he's what did he say? I pull, I'm pull, I'm pulling up the Didn't, quotes right here. He said he wouldn't, wouldn't risk further damage. Yeah, like he, that he was that he was he's not dumb. Like he 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 knew what he was facing. I'll deal with it later. We don't know what this is going to be and how exactly we're going to approach it, but it is pretty much like a Band-Aid. It makes me feel better for the time being and getting me to a place where I feel comfortable playing and being effective on the court. And then in the offseason, I'll deal with whatever I have to. If, I, if it didn't feel sturdy or structurally right, I wouldn't be playing. I don't want to say I'm not dumb, but you know, I'm not going to go out there and risk really effing something up. It's a little restrictive motion, some pain here and there, but everybody has to deal with that. I'm okay dealing with that and still playing. So... I mean, he he said he would not risk further damage because of what was happening this offseason. But I don't know, man. Like, even with these guys healthy, they still feel far away from those teams we watched last night. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? (laughs) I mean, yeah. The defense alone. That stretch of steals that Miami had in that game where, oh, well, let's, let's bring the ball up lazily. And here's our first pass, gone back the other way. There's Jimmy Butler. There's Max Struess. There's Bam Adebayo going the other way with the ball. It, it was amazing to see. There's also there's a lot. Also, just like forceful, physical, fearsome bigs like Robert Williams blocking shots with venom and regularity Daniel and starting Tice break. yesterday. Yes, yes, Daniel Tice, who really only played as much as he did because Horford was out. But like, yeah, they've 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 got guys. The Bulls don't have uh, those guys either. So yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot they don't have. Yeah, they don't. There's a lot they, they don't, don't have. They don't have three point shooters either. Speed. Yeah, those are good. I like guys that can shoot. And they kind of have one and a half perimeter <laughs> defenders and. You know, draft lottery was here last night. Was that McCormick Place? I think we we should have gone over. I mean, that would have been a good hang. Well, the, <laughs> everyone's doing stuff over at Wintrust. If you want to, if you want to go over there after the show, there's still like draft combine stuff that's happening. Uh, uh, Tom Thibodeau was there last night at the draft lottery. I'm he, sure he was. He looked unhappy and As... uncomfortable, and he wasn't even representing the Knicks. He was just like sitting on like a ballroom chair out in the spectator part of it. Like, what's Thibodeau doing? I guess he's got nothing else to do. That guy loves ball. <laughs> yeah, he's looking for he, a job. He will go. He will go anywhere for ball. Mm. Doesn't matter. 
Uh, really fun show today. We mentioned Jed Hoyer at three. And then one of my favorite non-bulls ever, uh, Tracy McGrady on the show T-Mac. today. Yeah, on the show today at uh, at 4.30. So really fun guest list. The, the White Sox drama, the good Cubs vibes, great audio. Can you ask to. him about the crazy dunk contest with Vince? Because... That I feel like that dunk contest was amazing. And obviously, like Vince was amazing, but T Mac was also amazing in that dunk yes, contest. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He could do anything offensively. He could do anything. He was I, I was looking up the numbers to remind myself of when he led the league in scoring Lawrence with at 32 points per game. <laughs> he was 23 years old and the league average for scoring was 95 points per game. <laughs> That's outrageous. Right wow. now, the league average for scoring is 110 points per game. So think about that. He was averaging, he led the league at 32. That's more than a third of the average points Of the per average game. points per game. One player at 23 years old. He is, like, he is truly one of the greatest scorers that any of us have ever seen. Like it was, just, it, but he didn't get his due because he didn't win big, and he played in this era with mm-hmm. all these Hall of Famers and like all-time greats and all of that. But in terms of a pure scorer, he is on a very, very, very short list. I'm also told today we have a special ticket announcement. Some yes. tickets we will be giving away from the world of culture. Oh, also wrestling? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll announce that after the open. It's but the world of culture. World of culture. Sports yeah, is it. tickets laying around. Let me know. We will. All right, Coach. Sports is part of the culture. He's the free record. unless he's doing something. That's true. And I'm always available unless I'm doing something. Uh, His pupil happy Andrew birthday J- to Dave Wanstead. Really? Tomorrow, I believe. Tomorrow. Oh, see, I, I, I don't get a reminder on my phone until the actual. I'm day just of. getting ready. I'm just I'm just warming up for the birthday. So that's the show. We got to call him. I mean, I assume he's doing something, but we should uh, still call. He's him. coming on. Okay, good. He's coming on. We can call Wani for his birthday. Don't you think? Right. I think so. Sure. Wani's birthday I, is, to, is tomorrow. Saturday, the 21st. Oh. He'll be here tomorrow. He's got a lunch downtown, so we can wish him an early happy birthday. Okay, but yeah. Yeah, we're not going to do a show on Saturday because that would be ridiculous. Only if we're going to Circa. Yeah, but for him, we would. I, I would do a special Wani's birthday show on Saturday. It was supposed to be a Willie's birthday party on Saturday. Shane's dog. That was canceled. Huh. Disaster. Willie said something inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Willie was she, canceled. She got on Twitter. She took over my account after 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. no. It was bad. She said some horrible things that about would, women. That, that yeah. would explain a lot, yeah. actually. Wow. Yeah, Willie, I'm not going to mention the name of the bar because, as Tanny knows, I don't like uh, disparaging local business here, except for Italian Pizza Fiesta. That place sucks. <laughs> but I won't talk about the bar, but got double booked, and I got bumped. Oh, no. Hmm. So that's the show, Lawrence. Okay. I am very interested. Thank you. Uh, Tanny's Open kicks us off. It's Bargains and Spiegel on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.